Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. KX93.5. And a really good afternoon to you, along with Ed. And we are so fortunate to be in our Pearl Street studios with a live performance from The Flusters. Brand new album is called Dream Surf. You are going to like that. We spoke to them a couple of years ago at Coachella. We'll go all over that. We're going to have a nice discussion. Uh, But first, let's hear Stinger. This is The Flusters.
That was tasty. Very tasty. By the way, that's uh, Dougie Van Zant Jr., Danny White, and then we got Perry on the drums and Mario Estrada on the bass. Uh, these are the flusters. And what a what, dude, that was like if I closed my eyes for a second there, I'm at a Dick Dale show, man, and that was just sweet. Rest in peace, Dick Dale. We love you. We all love Dick Dale, and I could not thank you more for playing that song. I'm going to have you pull that mic a little closer to you as we speak. You got it. All right, so welcome into the studio, guys. Thanks for having hey, us. Hello, thank Thanks you. For letting us the, come. Oh, man, this is just, my, just, I'm loving this right now. I'm already, I closed my eyes already. I'm somewhere else, man. I'm at a show that's just killing. Well, that's uh, what uh, music does, man, <laughs> if it does it right. right. You tra- and it took you like 10 seconds of the opening of that song to transport me. Yes. <laughs> now, tell me that Dick Dale was an influence in you in some kind oh, of way. Yeah? yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, ever since I was younger watching Tarantino movies and just that whole vibe. And really, like, we actually credit, like, the, the main idea from the Flusters coming from a, a Dusk Till Dawn. This band, Tito and Tarantula, did a song in that. Right, right. Selma where, where Selma Hayek dances yeah, and yeah. puts the foot in Tarantino's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I saw that band, that vampire <laughs> band, and I said, man, one day I want to wear matching outfits and play cool, right. vampy, surfy music. And then Danny and I had the pleasure of meeting Dick, and Danny went on the road with him a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, four years ago. Actually, four years ago this month, I was on the road with him. And um, as a roadie and basically just like an extra hand, and right. a driver. Oh, sweet. And I got to, you know, do some like minor tech work on his guitar. And got tell, to, tell me about The Beast. The Beast was incredible. It's like a piece of history that right. I get to like carry around. It's like. What is know. it? Uh, yeah. So it's, what, what, what okay, is, yeah. It's, it's, it's a guitar that Leo. <laughs> I, I thought everybody knew what The Beast was. Obviously, now I'm wrong. No, it's a guitar that Leo Finner gave to him in I think 1950. I, I want to say 1959, maybe. Okay. And. Uh, um, you could say 59 and the rest of us just wouldn't know, man. So yeah. Yeah, say 59 go. for goodness sake. Yeah, Somebody so, comment with the right year of the yeah. <laughs> I believe it was a 59. It was 57. like an original Stratocaster. <laughs> 57, it was going to be the other one that I was going to say. Credit. So, and um, yeah, it was, Dick Dale was like a son to Leo Finner and he gave him this guitar when Dick was like first starting out. And it's just like this incredible like guitar. I've never heard anything that sounds like it. You know, honestly, his guitar... I, I've never really heard anything that sounds like that either. I'm talking about Doug's D- guitar. Dougie's guitar. It's yeah. got some serious, like, I don't know what there magic. is to it. Magic. That's what it is. It's magic. You know, somebody at that uh, Fender factory in Mexico drilled those holes just right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you yeah. know? And then I just got my new hip shot uh, uh, bridge put on here. And Mario just got a new bridge courtesy oh, yeah. of hip shot. They were put on by our boy Jimmy Palmer from 111 Guitars. Oh, over up. in the Coachella Valley. Not just mm-hmm. not just sound great, but quite attractive as well, man. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the motto <laughs> of the band. I noticed you guys, yeah, I noticed you guys are carrying cool bags too, man. These these guitars oh. are well protected, clearly. Time, courtesy of, yeah. yeah. Reunion Blues. Thanks to Reunion Blues, yeah. Oh, right yeah, on. They hooked us up with some gig bags, uh, so we, we we just got those. We just broke those in last weekend at a couple of des- uh, festivals up in the high desert in Joshua Tree, and they're awesome. They look cool. They're comfortable. And you haven't beat them to hell yet, so, you know. You, you know, they're good. Props to Reunion Blues They can take it. <laughs> now, the album Dream Surf, uh, originally, I guess it's seven tracks from the EP that you'd already released, and six brand new tracks. 
Right. So what, what, what it was was that we were supposed to originally do an EP number, an extended play number one and an extended play number two. Right. And uh, we decided after releasing the first one, like, why don't we just take everything down and absorb everything onto this collection of songs that were the first written and recorded by the band? Like these, these 14 tracks, which four of which are synthesizer interludes and such, right. they kind of are the, the mark of the first songs that started the the flusters career right so we wanted to kind of get those all on a uh, on on a on a collective album and, and you aptly name it dream surf which kind of describes the the music style it's kind of our self-titled genre <laughs> okay so yeah. you know. it's actually pretty cool it's like and, and i've heard the description of it's it it sounds like morrissey sitting in the back of a woody giving you a live uh, show yeah, man. that was courtesy of uh, kevin bronson from buzz bands la the the wordsmith that he is yeah we appreciate Shout all the love and you know as buzz bands as you're playing yeah Okay, I can totally dig that, man. I'm into that. So you just finished playing the third annual pre-Coachella? No, that's happening on Thursday. You're playing the third annual pre-Coachella show. Yeah, it's like how many bands say like they get they get booked at grocery stores. You know, I don't know if that's a sign that you're doing well or you're doing bad. But in our case, it's like you know if Whole Foods wants to book you for a rock show, you know they they spare no expense on their groceries, and that's the same for their shows. It's like it's pretty awesome. We played it last year. It was packed. It was awesome beer. Craft beer, awesome food. You oh, yeah. pay five bucks, you go in and you eat. A bunch of people are in town for Coachella anyway, right. like gearing up at Whole Foods for their Airbnbs, and they right. stop by, and here's this party going on. The big um, vegan party. Also in L.A., we've got, we do these street food shin- cinema shows in L.A. We can get into those later. Though. Yeah, no, let's get into them now, man. Well, you know, I don't know. We're airtime, here for you. You know, airtime is valuable. Laguna, man, this is like valuable well, airtime. Well, here's what we did. You're right. You're absolutely right. And what we did was we carved out all the time that you guys want, man, because this is going to be your world for all the right. next however long. So everybody listening on lunch break right now, when you're driving home at 4.30, we're still going to be on playing <laughs> Deep Cuts. <laughs> deep Cuts deep of Flusters. This one's not even on the now, but for all the For all the greater LA people, for real though, street yeah. food cinema is a thing where they, uh, a company, they set up outdoor jumbo uh, Tron movie screens in all these parks around the greater LA, Orange County area and screen like really well-known movies. We are doing opening night at LA State Historic Park on yeah. April 27th. Um, they're working with Fox Searchlight <coughs> and they are screening 500 Days of Summer. Okay. And uh, we're going to be the band that opens up that big event. They have all of LA's most famous food trucks. They have all these cross-promotional fun things you can do. And it's a really good time. We do it every year. We've been doing it for about three years. So we're doing that one. And then a little bit later in the summer in July, we're doing E.T. in Ooh. Glendale. All right. Uh, which is going to be fun. So if you, know, you want to check that out, streetfoodcinema.com or our website, theflusters.com, can kind of tell you where we are, what we're doing, all, all that right. stuff. Excellent. Our second song we're going to hear from you guys is a song called Time Trap. Tell me a little bit about Time Traveler, if you would. It's about traveling through time. <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, time is Mario. described Time Traveler was like this song that was like an itch in the back of my throat forever. And it <clears throat> kind of like, I, I started writing it in Philly, but I could never bring it to fruition until, of course, I brought up the remnants of what I thought were a song that would never <laughs> live to these guys. Right. And out popped, uh, you know. Uh, time Traveler. And the cool thing about our songs is they have, like a lot of artists, they have a lot of versions. So right. our studio version is kind of like this dreamy, doo thing. But right now we're going to do what's called our Desperado version. Because <laughs> we like playing it live. We're just like, right now we're in that phase and we're in that mood. So we're going to like play this version of Time Traveler, which you can hear a different one if you stream it or download it. Right. I'm digging this. You're live in our Pearl Street studios. If you're just joining us, the band is Flusters. Their new album is Dream Surf. The song we're about to hear is time traveler. 
Laguna Beach, these are the flusters.
KX93.5. We are live in our Pearl Street studios, and we have a treat today. The Flusters are performing here in the studio. That song was Time Traveler off their latest album, Dream Surf. Uh, and my understanding is that a lot of these songs, are we dealing with the paranormal and UFOs and alien abduction? Is that, is that what we're looking at? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you are dealing with Unknown. <laughs> Switch over to the regular mic go. now. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was planned. That was, that was a canned action right there. That was good. Um, you know, there is a little bit of that going on. Uh, th- actually, a lot of that going on. There's, uh, you know, we started writing these, um, uh, as it's been put, written, uh, hyper, hyper romantic ballads. Right. Guitar pop ballads, whatever. But then we started to realize that we were kind of aligning with this like underlying narrative of like alien abduction. And, you know, the, the concept for this collection of songs was uh, really inspired by these amalgamated flying saucer club zines from right. the 50s 60s like Bob Renault that guy yeah. like that right yeah Bob yeah. Renault that's right. like directly inspired by his writings oh, no way the, I swear <laughs> so Omni Frequency Psycho Print Unit and uh, Somnivision all, the names of all of our interludes right. are actual words that he used in his writings Tell all me. the so and you can kind of if you and if you read into right. his writings and explains what these things do and how right. they work and we try to create the sounds that we thought they might make right so oh, it's kind of yeah. like this love lost love refound through space and time and you know the the time travelers searching right. around for you know it's like a romantic sci-fi I can't thing. I, if if I wasn't a fan before. So, dude, I'm a fan now, man. That's some that's some wicked, and and I can only imagine what it'd be like to sit around for about a half a day with you guys in the same room and write some music, man. That that would be a treat, I'm sure. Well, yeah, and it, in the process too is that like we don't we don't like like whereas we're starting to kind of you hear a very clear and present uh, era that that's represented in our music where it's kind of the old school rock and roll and the surf. Right. You know, you might hear something a little different from our newer stuff. We may have transported to a different right. You know, and that's kind of like I use that as kind of like oh that kind of goes with the storyline or whatever. But that's really like our energy I'm talking about. Right. Like our energy gets transported to different decades and different styles and different sounds, and we just kind of aimlessly kind of workshop whatever comes out. And which I'm it. sure a lot of bands. Do. Right. You know, if you're true to yourself as an artist, you kind of follow your own spirit right. and let it go where it takes you instead of like, all right, let's follow the spirit of the industry. Right. You can do that too. I mean, every, and people do, and they do it very well, yeah. you know? Um, and if something that we do <laughs> falls into that, <laughs> you know, we just kind of let it go and just kind of do it, you know? Now, talking tongues. Indulge me for a second while I, while I just tell the audience how creative you are. Now, each song on this album has a corresponding mirror track. Explain that to us, please. So if you look at, like, track one and track seven, The Little Mexico and Everyday Dreaming, if you look at tracks uh, four and... 11, my math is going to be off on this. <laughs> so, like, if you basically fold the fold the track listing in half, right. each, you know, the tracks 1 and 7, 2 and two and 8, and 3 and 9, they would all kind of be, like, sister tracks to one another. So if we, if we put out 45s, right. those tracks would be on either side of it. They would be the A and the B side. Right. You'd have the two surf tracks would line up, the two ballads, the visceral kind of uh, um, uh, melodic ballads, they line up. The, the foot stomp, percussion, pop, lover songs line up. Right. So is, it's kind of like all the interludes line up. It, I mean, so it's kind of like this weird thing that presented itself to us, really. Right. And it was like, whoa, 
you know? Creativity and OCD combined. I think I've, uh, there's a lot of that going on. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Now, you're coming out with a special vinyl 45 exactly of what we're describing, right? You know, we're working on it. We really yeah. want to have it out this year. Uh, that's why we're playing more shows, and, right. and we, want to give the, we want to give the real audiophiles a treat when they visit the merch table beyond T-shirts <laughs> and you know, stickers. We want to give them something special, so we're really trying to put the money together for... Um, for some, for some, you know, some some cassette tapes, some special forty fives, some full full size LPs. Right. You know, the thing is, though, the, the trouble we're having is that our material, like the second side, our B side of material, doesn't right. fit the twenty two minutes on. So we've got some decisions to make. Oh. Like, what are we going to do? Cut. Like, we got to we've got to do we've got to work something out. But the the album is meant to be played the way it is, and that's the frustration thing it's like taking a scene i don't know how directors do it right. like you have to delete a scene right how do you do it's part of your narrative like what's expendable to us right. like nothing is but if we want to get the full record on an a and b side um lp right we're gonna have to do something well can you imagine if tarantino had deleted the salma hayek dance scene man i couldn't imagine yeah. that so yeah we need to work on this man we're just gonna speed everything up like, <laughs> right? just, just a little bit extra three bbm we got you <laughs> we got you covered there. Now, you re you recently played the Desert Stars in Joshua Tree. Oh, man, that was great. That's got to be a, just an insane place to play, Josh. Just an open sky, beautiful. Tell me oh, about it. I mean, especially, like, when I'll, I'll be listening to, like, Apple Music Radio, uh, right. you know, indie, indie, indie Gems right. playlist, and Luna comes on, right. and, like, we're on the T-shirt, on the back of the T-shirt with them. That's pretty tight. You know? That's pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then the guy from, um, you remember that documentary, Dig? I do. It's about Dandy Warhol's. Well, the guy from Dandy Warhol's that played the played the tambourine, um, uh, uh, Joel Guion, uh, he was like their token tambourine player. Right. He ended up playing some stuff the night before. And I remember seeing that documentary and being like, oh, man, that's so cool. It's like you just never know. Like this was like 10, 15 years ago when that came out. And like here I am sharing the stage. Here we are staring, sharing the stage with this guy and, and all these other amazing like bands from Southern California and Portland. And they came from everywhere for that show. Yeah. Right. Tommy Dietrich really hats off to that guy for putting together an amazing festival also that weekend. We had SoCal Psych Out up in Garth's Boulder Gardens. Sweet. And they uh, had all these psychedelic bands yeah. from L.A. and just Southern California, Portland, and all over. And they, they did these big liquid light projections on the rock formations. <laughs> it was nutty. That's got to be so cool. That's got to be so cool. I mean, it was like you should, if you go to SoCal Psych Out, go to their Instagram and you look at the picture they just put up. It's like an aerial photograph of like what it looked. It was, they did a great job. The, the Gaylor Brothers and everybody over there. Oh, Hats right off to both of those festivals that, that ran on the same weekend and still both of them were sold out, successful. Tough to do, first of all, and an almost an impossible task sometimes. Yeah. Let me chat with Mario for a second over here. Hey. Hey, man. Uh, hey, Mario plays the bass for this fantastic band, and they're not just playing it. I hear some fine, fine bass work there, man. Bass, man. What, what, what was your first instrument? What was the first instrument you ever played? Violin. 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 Yeah, it shows. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you do. You have to know everything in order to play the violin. That, that teaches you basically everything, right? Yeah. I, well, I've actually been playing bass since like, I was in middle school, since right? I was like, in sixth grade, so like 10, 10 years old. So, I mean, 18? Six, I'm 17. I'm 27. I'm 17 years. I don't know how old I am. Somebody do About 17 years. About 17 years I've been playing bass. Yeah. yeah, I want you to show me your work on that scratch piece of paper. Please, show me your work. Listeners, please, please, in the comments, do the math. On do the the math. Facebook <laughs> livers, please do the, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, are, do you ever? Do you still play the violin ever? No, uh -huh. not at all. I should probably go buy one or something. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> have one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't play with a little bit. No, I just stick to the bass now. I got like a bunch of basses, and that's that's kind of what I like now. I just stick to a bunch of them, just four strings every single day. You do it. You do it well. You do. And he's got, and he's got the head bop. Bippity boppity. It does. See. I get it. I get at it too. It's very clever. We got Perry over on the drums. Perry, man. Fine work on those drums, buddy. Thank you, thank yeah. you. And uh, a little on the improvise because I was uh, not not fully uh, seeing what I was grabbing, and I forgot my snare drum stand. So I'm doing a little nice imp- improvisation. Can you uh, explain to our <laughs> listeners what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, actually, he has he has he's really literally holding his snare on his lap. Mm-hmm. Am I crazy, or is that what's oh, happening? No, that's exactly what's going yeah. on. So yeah, when uh, <laughs> when in the world of mistakes, you must always improvise because the show must go on. Yeah, you know, we could have got someone. One of the interns could have held it for you. Right. While you did. Well, that's pretty <laughs> cool. Human, human Can we stand? also just touch on what what you saw pull up. <laughs> I didn't want to mention that. I but, okay, but it's this uh, your your van, your tour bus, if you will. It used to be like a yellow cab of it some was, kind. It used to be a taxi. So uh, about, <laughs> let me tell you. That, okay, here's your story. So about three weeks ago, I um, my car decides to uh, completely die on me. One of the spark plugs shot straight out of the top of the engine. So Ooh. that was oh yeah, that was real fun. Yeah. Great Monday morning, I must say. So I'm kind of freaking out, you know, calling around all my friends in the valley. And I have this friend that he owns an air conditioning company and a and a taxi business. And I was thinking, you know, right, two random jobs. Right? Yeah. He knows. He yeah. knows. But um, anyway, so I was calling him thinking, you know, from the air conditioning business, any of these people in these country clubs that are selling an old car for, you know, super cheap or anything. Very smart. And he's like, you know, let me give you a call back. Completely forgetting about the taxi service. Calls me not 20 minutes later. Hey, you got cash? Yes. All right. Um, you want to buy one of my old taxis? We're about to take it off the fleet. I was like, how much? $1,200. There's only one problem with it. What? It's Taxi Cab Yellow. It's bright now. <laughs> man. It, it, you know, it's right now. It's blinding everyone in the studio. It's sitting outside. Not, not even the color reflected uh, windows can block that out. But... Um, yeah, and this thing, it's, I mean, it runs great, runs smooth. Uh, it's just kind of shocking seeing that uh, the mile counter saying 381,000 miles <laughs> runs smoother than any car I've ever had. And do you have people trying to flag you down for a ride as you're driving? Oh, yeah, and then I just kind of give them, the, I'm not working. <laughs> so they took the top off, as you can see, the light. Right. We've had two or three different people say, like, so inspired by the fact that we're rolling around in this thing. That it's they cool. Want, they want to make us... Or find one of the old lights that goes on there and put the flusters across it, hook it up to the lighting system, oh, and everything. Just it perfect. Oh, yes. It's awesome. It's, like, yeah, perfect, it's great. Man. I think it's the best tour van I've seen any band have. Oh, I'll no, be honest with you. Honestly, it actually it fits everything amazingly. Like, fit all four of us, all of our gear and everything with, with uh, leg room to spare, so... Yeah, I, I would throw in some hydraulics and maybe some fat tires. You know? <laughs> right, you put some 22s on that thing, you <laughs> yeah. know it's good. <laughs> throw some D's on that. In case you're just joining us, we are live at our Pearl Street Studios with the band The Flusters. Their new album is Dream Surf. These guys are not only a lot of fun, they are so music- musically gifted. Uh, we're lucky to have them here. We're fortunate that we're going to hear yet another song. Uh, tell me about Little Mexico. We'll call it Little, Little Mario. <laughs> when we did it at, uh, yeah, at uh, Everywhere. Jam in the Van, Little Mario, they called it. Um, no, Little Mexico is a song about my hometown in uh, Bridgeton, New Jersey. Shout out to all my New Jersey peeps that are watching. And uh, it was cool. When we were on tour, we got to, uh, these guys got to kind of see, like, all the parts of town that are in the lyrics. Right. So, like, it's all real, yeah. you know, which a lot of our songs are. Right. You know, they have, like, real references. So, without further ado, I guess, this is... Uh, 
Little Mexico, and this is, you know, this is another one that really rose to the top as a single that came out on EP number one, but now as it's being re-released and repackaged on Dream Surf, it's, it's kind of, you know, I, bumping to the top of the surface. I should, I should mention this without embarrassing you guys, and really, you are burning up the charts, and I hate, I hate saying that, but it's true. You're really just kicking butt on the charts. Sweet. You really are, yeah. so congratulations, number one, uh, and to our, our audience here in Laguna Beach, just enjoy this. These are the flusters. This song is called Little Mexico. Yeah. Okay. One, two.
93.5, The Flusters, live from our Pearl Street studios. That song was Little Mexico. Just really cool vibe to that tune. Talking to uh, Danny. Danny White, the guitarist here now. Uh, tell me about the vibe there, man. And I noticed you guys did a little thing at the beginning where, do we want to play it this way? You can play it multiple ways. Yeah, yeah, so we've got this pocket. Perry, what's that other pocket? Just We're not going to get into it. Just, just to give you an example. No, the other pocket. Dude, that dude. We do kind of like a like a corner, like a corner, like cafe version of it. That's a little bit more for like the acoustic version, and sometimes we're just like, hey, wait, what what version are we gonna play? (laughs) I was like, you know what, we gotta play it this other way because you know what I mean. That's kind of like I don't know the mood I was feeling. So had to do a quick little uh, flip the switch. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so uh, really quickly, and, and again, I want to get back to I want to get back to Danny. Who were your influences musically growing up? Growing up, well, I was a blues player growing up. It wasn't until I came out here and like started playing with Doug till I completely like changed everything that I had been doing and learning, right. and started doing and learning other things and touring with Dick Dale and trying to get into this whole like surf vibe thing because I, like ever since I was like five, I was like a. I wanted to play blues, right? you know, and like R.L. Burnside and Junior Kimbrough and like those guys, like they were, they were probably my biggest inspiration growing up and um, came out here and just, I, I think I just started learning about different music right? because down there it was just what it was there. You know, I wasn't experienced in like music from different places, right? you know, and, and we just kind of, this, this whole thing kind of like it, Really was it was difficult at first for me because I wasn't I didn't I wasn't all that great. Right. Still not all that great. But I think I think you're doing all right. Thank you. I think you're doing all right. I'm man. doing much better than I was five years ago. You know what I find? I find that <laughs> I find that this band is like a really great recipe for chili or something, man. It's just like this <laughs> delicious recipe that just blends, man. You guys are just killing it. It's modest ingredients. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like yeah. you know we're kind of like you know we're. I guess musically, technically, we're kind of like the Ringos of our category. Right. Not not just percussion, but in the way that we kind of, we, we live in safe corners musically. At right. least we try to. And, you know, I think a lot of great musicians do that. They just kind of sit in the pocket, <coughs> do what's needed. You right. know, no more. So, Dougie Van Sant Jr., right? Yeah, that's it. All right. Do you have uh, musically talented parents? <clears throat> my mom was really into music, has always been very into music. And my father... He uh, he recently well we we recently struck up this relationship based on Roy Orbison actually uh, we I, he's one of my vocal idols what and, a great voice and my father's always loved him but I just never really sat and talked with him about it um, you know and, and in the past five six years is when I've really started to cultivate a relationship with him um, you know so uh, one of our subjects of conversation was Roy Orbison and I actually w- w- wasn't able to make it to the East Coast for his seventy fifth birthday so I sent him a. a a video of me performing in dreams um, by by Roy Orbison, and um, it was a really special moment that we got to share across the coast from each other. But my, my mother, with you know Harry Connick, Frank Sinatra, right. all she she's well versed in music. 
So where, where, where do you see Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. Uh, where, where do you see the band in the next few years, man? Where, uh, one day at a time, or do you, are you, do you have the game plan for three years down the road? Well, it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of hard because it's, it's, it's kind of like predicting the weather. Right. You know, you can bust out the farmer's almanac and see what, where you should go based on the numbers and based on the input and based on this. And just like what we've learned is kind of like the only thing that's constant is change. And, like, really what I want to refocus on, because sometimes I put on this, like, businessman hat and I'm trying to be our manager. and Well, because I am. Right. I have to be. Right. You know, then I, I just want to switch back to an artist and get all of us in, like, this little cottage and just be creative and, and, and kind of capture that creativity on tape and, you know, work and create more art and be really authentic about it. Right. And just go where we want to go. And just, like, if that gives us this gateway into whatever fortune we're supposed to gain in our lives then great it but at least we're we're putting out true work and then and then you know we have like all this legacy like when we're older and dying and as we all do we can say well look we've got this body of work that we can pass on to our family and we live on and it's true stuff it's real yeah. actual pieces of our tangible yeah yes so I find myself later on this afternoon at the grocery store, standing in line at Gelson's. They're going to ask me what I thought, and I, you hit it. The one word that I would describe you guys, authentic. That is absolutely right on target. Uh, where can we find you on social media? Everywhere. MySpace. Yep. Any social media <laughs> platform, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and then um, you can also stream the album on any streaming service as well. If you have Spotify, Apple Music, we uh, are even on Pandora if you are just so inclined to just listen to radio stations. We've got so we a got cool a little- Pandora station. All right, right on. It changes uh, a lot. Like it, 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 like the playlist changes because they're trying to like try. From what we've understood, it was they had a little bit of trouble getting us into uh, the algorithm because of like the the sound was like hard to pin. Right, hard down. hard to nail you we down. Don't necessarily right. fit the genome. Right. Yeah, so not so much as other acts might or something, you know. But uh, yeah, we're we're all over the place, and our website's in a really good hub for. Everything. Finding us everywhere, we have it all listed out and stuff. So hey, Laguna Beach, we've been talking to the Flusters. Dougie Van Sant Jr., Danny White, Perry on drums, and Mario Estrada on bass. Uh, anything else you want to tell the audience before we roll? Um, you know, check us out, stream us, you know, uh, play the music, and uh, get a hold of us. We reach out, you know, if you have any questions about what, where we are or what, what we're up to, or if, you know what, if any bands are listening, you know, hit us up. That's what we want to do. We want to play shows. We want to play in Orange County. We want to break out in more, into more places in LA and stuff. So, you know, if you want to put some shows together, we're ready. We'll host you in the desert. You know, we'll come out here both. Right on. Whatever. Hey, and we want to play. Hey, we'd love to have you back here. And certainly in that room, when we get that room tight, man, you just go, you guys go Ooh, crazy. We'll give you an hour. Just go promising. crazy. Yeah, I do. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for being here. The Flusters. Thank you. Uh, let's roll out of here. Do you mind if I play El- uh, Elevator Dance? You guys, oh, are, you guys absolutely are right with that? Play a little right. I don't think it's ever been played on the radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Go well, for it's, it's no, going no, to be played now. Guys, but I don't, you know. All right. <laughs> Elevator dance from the Flusters.
NLP Laguna Niguel, Laguna Beach.